and you are Jon Snow for real. You don't know shit about life or wine. Are you good, Donald? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, hello. It's hi. Wait, what? <laughs> hi, I'm here. It You're is kind of weird. It's so, been a minute. Yeah. Well, not even that. It's uh, <laughs> it's the first time we're doing like a duo duo talk for a yeah, while. yeah i'm also kind of like i'm glad <laughs> honestly i love it when our friends join us yeah. but also it's hard yeah it is definitely hard yeah it's hard i feel like logistically it's hard i feel like proximally it's hard because mm. i'm trying to we're sharing mics i yeah, already yeah. suck at talking into this mic as it oh, is oh yeah there was one there was one when we were with mika and like i purposely put the microphone in between you guys and you like moved it closer to you <laughs> i was like oh man listen <laughs> i don't know i'm not used to it yeah 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 so it's fine. cool did <laughs> you just hit your mouth <laughs> i hit my teeth okay what well, happens yeah. charlie's not relaxed um yeah, he's i don't know he's been acting really weird lately he's nearing the end of his life i'm not sure what's going on yeah. um <clears throat> oh yeah, well, everybody's got to go sometime. Um, okay, so this is a podcast. Let's get to the title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, welcome to You Don't Know. Uh, I'm Renee, and across from me is Donald. Say hello, Donald. Hey. I said say hello. God hello. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, My cousin I'm, gets really mad at, like, uh, short words. Like, if I respond with, like, sup or okay... She's like, don't okay me. <laughs> yeah, my grandmother used to do the same thing. I would be like, yeah. And she's like, are we German? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't allowed to say yeah. Also, I just learned that hey isn't a great salutation. Or wait, salutation is when you end something. How do you get greeting? Greeting, that, yeah, yeah. That hey is not a great greeting. And it's been really weird because now I've been trying to like take hey out of everything that I get ready to say. And, I, and it made me realize how much I use that. Yeah, it's for me, uh, that word is uh, you guys. You I'm guys. trying to get rid of that. Yeah, you yeah. have to because yeah, to some people are not guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to they all over the place. I just want to they constantly just to be on the safe <laughs> side. No one gets upset about being a they, Yeah. you know? And I feel like that's the better way to go is just yeah. to make everybody comfortable. How about y'all? I like y'all. I like y'all too. Yeah, I like y'all. I picked that up when I lived in Texas for a few years. <laughs> and I've kept it. Kept it close to my hip. You, in the back I, pocket. Yeah, I pull it out all the time. <laughs> ha! What the hell are y'all doing? Y'all. What are y'all doing? Are y'all going over there? Because anytime I say you, people always think I'm talking about them specifically. And I mean, yeah. no, like all of y'all. Oh, uh, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so this podcast is about wine and bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the wine first, then we get to the bullshit later. Or yep. sometimes we sprinkle the bullshit in yeah, between, yeah. like we just did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, our last episode was supposed to be the beginning of our journey in trying to identify particular wines. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that didn't go very well. Lessons learned there. Do not eat and record <laughs> at the same time. I don't care what the bartender says. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah, if you're coming off the back of last episode, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was very hard to do. Not only was I like ill prepared with like my write ups, 
It was also like trying to eat and taste and it was just way too yeah, much. Yeah, and trying to like not scrape the plate. Like I'm a destroyer when it comes to eating. Yeah, so you definitely just... need paper plates. <laughs> you remember those like bamboo kind of like paper plate holders? Did you did your family ever use any of those? Yeah, but it was we mainly just did paper plates. Yeah, um, well, we did paper plates too, but this was like before the the um uh, the turning point of paper plates, if you will, before paper <laughs> plates sort of upped their game and decided to go a little sturdier. You uh-huh. know, paper oh, plates yeah. used to be like one step up from paper towels. Yeah. And now a paper plate is like, you could hit somebody with this plate. <laughs> um, but at the time, it was like... And it like, costs like $14, same as like a... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like you could get a whole stack of paper plates for like a dollar, which yeah. is probably why my mom kept them because she didn't have to do dishes and we never had a dishwasher, so... Uh, yeah, but she had like these paper plate holders that were like mm-hmm. these bamboo things that you stuck a paper plate on so mm-hmm. that your paper plate wouldn't fall apart while you were eating. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Cause you need to eat off. <laughs> Crazy yeah. loud. Crazy yeah. loud Donald. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's just to say like, it was a hard episode to do. I'm gonna have, I haven't even, uh, edited it yet. So I'm good edit. luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, I'm always down for an editing party. Uh, I, I, see, you say that, but what would we be doing? <laughs> I think it would just be me like <laughs> sitting there and <laughs> while you like dance. <laughs> you don't want me to just sit there and stare at you? Yeah. <laughs> Listening intently, but yeah. also making eye contact. The yeah, whole time. but also like judging every one of my edits. <laughs> yeah, you don't want me saying no to you every two seconds. It's like when someone's like just watching you code. <laughs> just like oh my god, I hate that so much. I hate it so much. I actually don't really mind code pairing, but for some reason, like anytime I code pair, it's as if I've never coded. Before. <laughs> yeah. I've got Stack Overflow on a different window, just like constantly, like how do I for loop again you know like i don't know how to do anything even yeah. though i probably shouldn't even be using a for loop yeah. um no they're, i think how, they're fast what is the right syntax for map you know like i just don't know how to do anything when people are watching me um i can hit you up after i'm not gonna go on the whole developer <laughs> thing but <laughs> for loops are good just know that are they yeah they're good in speed tests i mean yeah in speed okay they're good it depends on the language yeah true Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, uh, again, because last episode was just, uh, we're just going to call that one a wash. (laughs) Uh, I should just cut everything out except for me calling my mom. Like, that should. (laughs) Oh, you calling your mom was was great. I don't know. Listen to it. Maybe there's some gems in there. But uh, we're just going to start over. So, (laughs) the last, we're drinking the exact same wine that we drank the last episode. Yeah. Um, so we're going uh, to go through the Chenin um, grape variety, and uh, this one, excuse me, this one is from France. Uh, the next one that we'll drink is from France. We already have it. What I'm thinking, because um, Chenin uh, originated in France, and then um, like in the 1600s was uh, brought to South Africa, and now it's like uh, grown pretty extensively in South Africa. Like it's, it's pretty big deal out there. Um, Mm. they have two very different, um, flavor profiles. So the Chenin grape actually has a very wide variety of, of flavors. It's, it's a very diverse grape. 
Um, but like in South Africa, it's more used as like a filler of other, you know, like it's used to sort of, um, add, you know, the, you know, those blends that we've been drinking mm-hmm. where it's like the majority grape is this grape. And then there's like yeah. 20% of this other one mm-hmm. and it's used in things like that. Oh, um, yeah. so, uh, so it has like a variety of uses in, in, uh, South Africa, but in mm-hmm. France, it's actually like, um, in the Loire region, it is, um, much more prestigious, I guess okay. you could say. Hmm. So um, it will, it'll be nice for us to like taste these two wines from France and then taste the two from South Africa and then we can kind of compare mm. and see if we can tell the difference. Okay. So that's also good to know if you're like trying to buy this wine. So like if you go to a restaurant or a bar or, you know, like a wine bar or something and you see Chenine and you've had it before, uh, you want to make sure you're buying it from the region in which you actually like because if you because they will be different if you get it from somewhere else. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's uh uh what the guy told us yesterday, Tawar. 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 Remember when he was talking about whatever yeah. wine it was that we were drinking? He was like, This is the epitome of Tawar. <clears throat> I was like, Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. I will tuck that away in my <laughs> things that I'm pocket. not gonna remember yeah. very well, that I'm doing my best. Um, but anyway, like I said, this, this grape is, uh, or, uh, the name of this wine is Janine. It doesn't have a special name. Um, it's from the winery Moss. Moss. Um, mm-hmm. cool. it is a white wine. Uh, the vintners are Agnes and Renee, and there were two other people listed on this bottle, actually. Um, Sylvester and Joseph. But Agnes and Renee, I think, are the principals of this winery. Mm. Um, this is a 2017, but this particular... Um, uh, grape has been in production for uh, quite some time. I think they just planted the Chenine grape in the last eight years. Mm. So it's a fairly new um, new uh, vine that they have. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's f- uh, France. I said the uh, Loire region, uh, the subregion would be Anjou. So that's like... Oh, wow, that was good. A- yeah, Anjou. Like Anjou. A-N-J-O-U. Anjou. Anjou. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, and the distributor, because remember the distributors are kind of like getting all these wines together. Mm-hmm. So we could potentially buy from this, a, a different wine from this distributor and be pleased. Yep. Um, Louise or Louis Dressner selections and they're out of New York. Um, so something to note about the Chenin is that it, uh, is known for its acidity. So no matter where it's coming from, uh, you should be looking at like a higher acidic, um, taste or flavor okay uh and like i said it's 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 got a wide range of like sweet or dry this can even be made into like a dessert wine your Mm. favorite so (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah (laughs) um yeah so this particular region uh the anjou uh villages are are known for more of the dry to off drive uh productions um so what i was saying is like if you like this flavor, if you like this dry sort of like high acid flavor, mm-hmm. um, then you could even say like Anjou would be the region that you would want to buy it from. Mm, okay. Yeah. Anjou. Anjou. So when we talk about in terms of Tuar, which are the things that sort of like uh, make the grape production what it is, um, the soil here, we have clay, gravel, um, and shale. Uh, they do manual harvest 
napkin sorting. So this is all really like done by hand. Um, France actually regulates how much you can harvest, which I thought was really interesting mm. because if you harvest like a lot, a lot, um, then the quality of the wine goes down for some reason. Oh, yeah. But if so you like limit very, it, yeah, very so protective yeah, they're very that. French are fucking crazy. But <laughs> every time I'm reading about this stuff, I'm like, man, they are regulating the fuck <laughs> out of this wine. Um, that's what they're known for. So like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> uh, not their freedom prize. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was watching something about Bush the other day, and I was like, what world do we live in that I think he's all right? Um, yeah, so... Oh, uh, he had a good, couple good quotes. <laughs> a penny is one centavo. Uh, Penny, what does it say? Fool, fool me once, yeah, you can't fool, <laughs> fool me twice when you can't fool me again, or some shit. Yeah, like fool me once, uh, you know, shame on me. Fool me, no, you can't shame fool on me. you. Yeah, shame on you. Uh-huh. Fool me again, you can't fool me again. <laughs> <laughs> fool me twice. Oh my god, that guy. Um, the fuck was I saying? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. So actually. What they'll do is because they do the hand sorting, um, and I don't know if they do this particularly on this on the at this winery, but um, something that I was reading is like a technique that they use um, in this region because of the regulation is that they will actually go through and um, manually like select which bunches of grapes. Like they're so much more particular because mm-hmm. they can only harvest so many mm-hmm. that they're that they like. they're very picky and then Mm -hmm. they'll use like whatever excess there is for like other stuff they can't use it for wine but i thought that was really interesting so like you're getting the best of the best because of the limitation picking individual grapes yes like 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 the bunches they're tasting them and Mm -hmm. then like okay this bunch is good these are good (laughs) they're like waiting for optimal time Mm -hmm. so it's it's pretty cool oh my god that's amazing so i'm like why haven't i heard of this wine before you know um yeah, so then um, this winery also uses slow pressing and um, spontaneous fermentation in casks. I don't know what that means. Mm. Um, uh, Melolactic fermentation, whatever. And it's barrel aged. And something that, uh, so you see how this has like a really nice golden color? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really rich. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like, oil, it looks like oil, right? Mm-hmm. It looks oily. Um <clears throat> so uh, typically when you see things like this, it's barrel aged. If it's really, really light, it hasn't been in a barrel. Um, but okay. anyway, so um, so this should have like fruit, mineral sort of like flavors. Um, I had it in the fridge, but then I took it out before you got here, like about an hour before you got here. And then I, mm. and then I opened it about 30 minutes before we... We ate just mm. like as the thing to do. And today's meal was steak tacos. Yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> as is our favorite. Yeah. <laughs> the go to. <laughs> the go to. It was eight dollars. Yeah, 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 it was eight like bucks. eight dollars. Yeah, yeah. Two dollars a taco. Oh, so good. I know. Remember that time when I spent seventy five dollars on Indian food oh for us to eat? Don't let me order when I'm hungry. <laughs> I order a bunch of food we're not going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oof. yeah, <laughs> big oof, so upsetting because I know that I can get a meal for four bucks, you know, like, god, yeah. um, cool, anyway. So, um, 
I wanted to just sort of end it with like one little new thing that I learned. Um, when I was reading about how they process the wine, uh, they they said it was a double guillo. Mm-hmm. And um, that's spelled G-U-Y-O-T, so like Gayot. Gayot. What, what was the? Guillo. 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 Interesting. Guillo. 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 Yeah, Guillo. Um, and uh, so this is about like the pruning. God, Charlie, stop it. <laughs> Can I see your charger? What your? Yeah. <laughs> Cup of that. You know, he didn't do that much when... um. He likes to make his bed. I'm surprised he didn't. He didn't do that much uh, when I was watching him. Um, he did do it, like, when I didn't let him on the bed. He would... I have this, like, foam... I don't know why I have this under my bed. Can you but just it... put him down? <laughs> I actually really like that blanket. I don't know why I'm digging it. That's, like, my travel blanket. I have this like foam and so under my bed and he would just like dig into it like I don't know but he likes sleeping on it or just like chilling on yeah. it yeah cool yeah. all right let's get back to it um so yeah a double God, Charlie. <laughs> that's kind of scared me I thought <laughs> <laughs> such a pain in the butt he's probably gonna go in there and shit um so a double guillo uh what was I saying um Oh, so uh, you know how when we go to the the vineyards or when we went to that vineyard before, and um, you have the vines that are sort or the the wine vines, the grape vines, God, mm-hmm. words, um, <laughs> and how they're sort of like growing and they look like they're like in a tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's actually called cane pruning. Cane pruning. Cane, cane pruning. So the okay. the vines that are like coming out that look like a T, those are the canes, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. And yeah. then you have like the trunk of the vine. So mm-hmm. um, a double guillot is when you have two that make it look like a T. Mm-hmm. You can have a single guillot, which is just one. Mm-hmm. So it has like the trunk kind of thing that's coming up and mm-hmm. then the one uh, cane that's sort of like coming out. So it, it would make... Uh, the grapevine actually look more like an L. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they do this to sort of like, uh, protect the, the grapevine from like frost and, um, and some other stuff. I have no idea, but Mm -hmm. they're trying to like limit all of this Brown area and then like limit the amount of clusters that can grow. So they like do a Uh, lot of pruning. Okay. So they take a lot of time to do all of this pruning to make sure that they're only growing like a certain amount of clusters and it's growing mm-hmm. in a certain certain way because grapevines, yeah, I guess, I could just go like yeah, crazy schmazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting, like okay. just, a, just a little fun fact for you. Um, so I know that last time we weren't going to do like the wine characteristics, but I think we should just kind of keep doing that anyway. Yeah. Just to sort of like refresh our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the next time that we record, though, I want to start talking about like things like what the fuck does fruit forward mean? <laughs> what the fuck does savory mean? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like some of those things oh, that you hear you know people what? say like, oh, this is floral. And yeah, I'm like, what, what if we like a part of this instead of doing the characteristics, we take one definition or like term like wine term that uh 
that people use and like dissect it and yeah yeah and yeah exactly mm. i would love that the finish yeah it has a tart finish a bitter finish <laughs> when we were talking smooth finish we went uh so we went to our ordinaire our wine uh wine bar of choice and uh there was a guy there that was uh selling the wines like normal um and half the things that he was saying i was like i don't this guy's next level <laughs> I love talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Yeah. Because I was just like, can you explain this to me? And then, like, mm-hmm. I wish that I spoke French because I just wanted him <laughs> to. Yeah. He had a deep. Yeah. He had a thick accent. accent. I mean, I could understand him, but I had to, like, really focus, <laughs> you know? And I just wanted, but I also wanted him to just be able to like spout all his knowledge without the limitation of language being in the way. So <laughs> yeah. I was just like, fuck, why don't I speak French? Um, and the more I drank, the harder it was to understand him. Like I was just. <laughs> and that was a six wine wine tasting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Normally it's four and we're still kind of like. you were just gulping them down like me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was drinking them so fast. <laughs> you were going ham. They all tasted so good. <laughs> I was into them. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we can go ahead and go over the characteristics of wine. Let's but do it. the next episode, I'd like for us to talk about some of that other shit that people say. Yeah. Um, all right. So as far as the sweetness is concerned, and I think we went through the characteristics last time, but mm-hmm. let's just do it again anyway. Yeah. Um, so as far as sweetness. Um, uh, lower end. Um Lower end, middle. Yeah, same. Uh, let's see. For the acidity, I would say high, high acidity. Not like I'm ready to gleek, but, <laughs> but high. Uh, Q three, yeah. Q three, Q three acid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't really have any tannins to me. Yeah, no tannins. The alcoholic level is about average. I mean, I can smell it, obviously. Um, it's 12 and a half percent. Another thing that I learned is that, um, the sweeter the actual grape is, you know, like the higher, the higher sugar content that the grape is, then the higher alcohol level that Mm. the grape will be. Okay. And one of the things that they noted about the Chenin is that, um, when it is grown in regions that don't typically like get enough sun or it's like not warm enough for the grapes to, um, take on some of that, uh, sugar level mm-hmm. that, um, there was this habit of sort of like adding sugar to it, mm-hmm. which is gross, I guess. <laughs> and <laughs> so like, that's something to kind of look out for, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's kind of like where the years sort of come in. Like if like that region didn't have like a good amount of time for it to sort of like get into that sunny, sunny state. Warm state. Yeah. Because it's know. not a typically warm region. Yeah. Um, anywho. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So body. Um, I still don't understand the body of white wines, really. Yeah. So... I'm going to say medium just as a guess. And the only yeah. reason I'm saying that is because it's not like um, as refreshing as some of the other white wines that we've had where it's mm-hmm. like I drink this and I'm like, ah, you know? <laughs> this one, <laughs> this one is a little bit more like I want to eat it with or drink it with something mm-hmm. like I want to have something with it. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, I get that. 
It's definitely very good with the tacos. Yeah. I feel like there's something in it. It's like a little bit meatier than some of the other white wines that we've had. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's definitely a lighter body. Um, so we drunk this last time with fish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, fish and salad. Yeah, it fit really, really well with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would probably even go well with just a salad, but I'm just saying that I think that it's a little heavier than most of the white wines that we oh, drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So that's our assessment. Would buy again. Obviously, I bought it twice. Um, <laughs> it's a great wine. Uh, remember, the Anjou region of France would be uh, the region that you would be looking at if you wanted to get this kind of wine. I think if if you see the grape Chenin and mm-hmm. you see France next to it, you're probably going to get something that tastes a little bit like this. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they typically sort of like regulate they even regulate like where you can grow certain grapes mm-hmm. so you should be pretty safe mm. if you want a wine like this oh yeah. yeah cool so um what do you want to talk about oh man i had a lot of topics so we can kind of cut this out if you want but you talked about something that's very interesting yesterday oh and that was confidence confidence yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i like i, I don't know I what like about the topic. Sure. i just like the topic of confidence the topic of confidence yeah uh what do you want to know how do you have so much of it <laughs> <laughs> we can switch the subject that's just no no, no i'm have. totally fine with that someone asked me that before and i was just like i don't know i just don't give a fuck um <laughs> Uh, I guess I would say that I actually don't have as much as it probably seems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that there are a lot of times that I feel like um, really out of place or mm. like embarrassed or just sort of like I'm not going to be able to do this. Dang, you're saying all these things that I don't associate with you (laughs) yeah i think the difference is is that i have like war paint on or whatever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yeah yeah, i feel all of these things but when i have but i know i guess the thing is is like what's the worst that could happen that's Mm -hmm. that's something that i just like tell myself constantly yeah i've already been through quite a bit of my life i've seen a lot of worse you Mm -hmm. know and i'm still alive so Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm still alive and I'm not in prison. So those are two things that I think, um, you know, as long as <laughs> that that maintains. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just kind of like, it was like what I said yesterday as far as, um, uh, you know, like, fuck you, fire me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel kind of that way about just about everything. Like, uh, I can get new friends. Mm-hmm. I can get a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I can get a new job. I can get a new apartment. I can get like whatever it is that I need. I mm-hmm. know I can replace. Yeah. But I think in that same sense, I also know that I'm replaceable. Mm-hmm. And I think understanding that that my value is not as great as I like to think it is. Oh, so um, you're kind of like devaluing devaluing yourself, but that gives you more confidence like that's what you just said was interesting because you're saying you're not as special 
No. As, yeah. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I think we all like to think we're like super special yeah, and that like think I'm we're good. like, <laughs> and, and that like anyone would be lucky to like know or be around us or uh-huh. have me as their employee or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that might be true that there are people out there that believe that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am not naive in the fact that there are other people that are just like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. that like, if someone really wanted to replace my skill set, they could. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they could find out that now that I've made some space, now that I'm not there, that there was a different skill set that they didn't even know that they wanted that they got to fill because I'm not there anymore. Yep. You don't know know what what you got until you... Uh, I don't know if that's the right saying for that. (laughs) 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 But, you know, like, I just, I think that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, sort of this expectation that people have that they should be given what they deserve and that other people deserve this or xyz and i don't know i just think to me like we're all just like doing what we can to survive and move through the world and Mm -hmm. uh people are going to always make the best decisions for them Mm -hmm. and so if you know that then it's just sort of like well if i'm going to make the best decision for me then what does that look like Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe I'm afraid and but if you reject me, then I'm no worse off than I was before. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people are just afraid of like having their feelings hurt. But I feel like I've had my feelings <laughs> hurt so much that it's just kind of like I'm used to this bitch. Yeah, you can't say shit to me that shit. I haven't heard before. You know, like you can't put me through anything that I haven't yeah, been through before. That's very interesting because when I before I present something. Or, because I don't, so if you don't know me, I'm the least confident person. <laughs> I just I don't get that from I you. mean, I I don't know. If you saw me at work, I'm like, whenever it's time to like present something, I'm just mm-hmm. like, even if it's like something I'm super passionate about, like I just worry too much about like the micro things that people do or just like when I'm presenting something, I'll like black out and I'm like. Do you really? (laughs) Yeah, it's, I come out of it just like not knowing like what I said or like, it's kind of like the example that you gave at the beginning of this uh, show where it's like, once someone is watching you code, you kind of just like, oh, what is everything? So like Mm -hmm. when I'm talking to a group of people, that happens to me. Like, it's like, I forget everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I, I go to, um... What helps is the thought of me being unique and like me being, hey. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I lean on like, hey, this is what you built and you're the only person, you know, that can build it. Like, I don't know. I just build myself up. But you're up. not though. Yeah, I know. But I but build that confidence. But you tell yourself a lie? Yeah. No, I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, you can do this. I mean, you can do it. <laughs> But yeah. you tell yourself a lie to like pump uh, yourself. I mean, up? maybe it's just like white lies to myself, but it it is definitely more of just like, hey, you got this, you've done this, you know how to talk about it. It's like yeah. just like building confidence. Well, those are that's different than saying you're the only one that can, because mm-hmm. that's not true. I mean, I think I do tell myself that, but yeah, I, I think after the fact, yes, I know that. But, like, that's part of the, like, prep, like, in the mirror prep. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you say that because 
I think about all the time uh, how I uh, how stupid I've been <laughs> like a lot in my yeah. life and and how <clears throat> like the thoughts that I've had or the epiphanies that I've had or like times when I've been like, oh, you know, I just learned this thing and how come nobody told me? Mm-hmm. And and now I'm at this age where like I hear other people say that same thing. And mm-hmm. I just want to be like, actually, everybody's been telling you that. It's just you didn't listen mm-hmm. and you weren't paying attention and you weren't, you know, like you thought you knew everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing now that like all the thoughts that I've had and all the like profound sort of like things that I've thought or whatever, mm-hmm. eh, other people have thought them. Like I'm not, I guess, I guess the whole point of me saying like I'm not that special mm-hmm. is that I've I'm I've come to realize all of these special thoughts that I used to think yeah. <laughs> other people have thought them uh-huh. I just wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. you know I just wasn't like soaking it in mm-hmm. and it's not to say that I don't think that I'm great I do mm-hmm. uh, I think I do think I'm great you know like mm-hmm. I'm pretty calm you know <laughs> uh, I know how to assess situations pretty well uh-huh. like I do have good qualities about me mm-hmm. and if we were to just like take my friend group I'm unique in my friend group mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things like in the world oh yeah, yeah. there's other people like me <laughs> which is the point that I'm trying to make so yeah. like in your company maybe you are the only person that knows how to do this thing mm-hmm. right and so they are looking to you to get this information and so they want to hear what you have to say when you're presenting. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, that's a truth, right? But being the only person in the world, like that's not a truth, <laughs> right? It's not. Yeah. I mean, even Albert Einstein, there was probably someone else that knew all the same shit as him, but just mm-hmm. like didn't have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. I've actually been thinking about doing a talk on meritocracy, mm. which has to relate to that. <laughs> Yeah, confidence is weird. I've never really had that much confidence. So, like, you brought up a point of, like, who gives a fuck, but I give a fuck. Well, I guess I guess the thing is, like, I sort of play in my mind, like, well, if this happened, then what would happen? Well, mm-hmm. then if this happened, then what would happen? You know, like, I sort of, like, play it in my mind mm-hmm. until I get down to, like, the end. And yeah, it's like, where you're just like, and then I just, and then I just weigh it. Like, mm-hmm. if that's the worst that can happen, then I'll be fine. Was there a moment where it just clicked, where you, where you got that? Um, no, I don't think so. But I will say that there are still moments where I get really nervous. Mm-hmm. Where there are still moments where I sort of like regret regress and I feel like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. <laughs> but I still just sort of like either some there's one of my friends, I'll talk to them about it and they'll like help me, mm-hmm. you know, like think through it. Um, or I just sort of do like the talking to myself where I'm trying to help myself through it. But mm-hmm. I would just say like the you know, the biggest thing for me is just like not giving a fuck. You know, like understanding that if you fail at whatever it is that you're trying to do, you Mm -hmm. can just do something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be the end of the world. Mm -hmm. You won't die. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, depending on what you're trying to do. <laughs> but like a presentation. If you yeah. suck at a presentation, let's say the worst thing that could happen is you get fired. Yeah. You'll get another job, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you will. You will get another job. It, it may yeah. not even be easy to get another job, but you uh-huh. will get another job. Yeah. And bonus, you actually have friends that would help you out and mm. like take care of you if you needed, yeah. if you needed help. So mm-hmm. like you have a great support system, mm-hmm. you know, that there's that too, you know? So it's like, if you didn't have that support system, maybe it would be a little bit harder to have that confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm definitely privileged to have being in a career that allows me to do that. Um, how do you balance being enthusiastic and like not giving a fuck? Because like when I'm presenting, I also try to make it, this is probably what's wrong. I try to make it enthusiastic. I try to get people hyped on what I'm talking about. But I don't think if I go the other direction of just like not giving a fuck, I feel like I wouldn't have that. So maybe that's like a skill set that I need to learn. I don't know. I'm just different. I feel like <laughs> not giving a fuck gives me the freedom to be as hyped as I want. <laughs> yeah. It gives me the it gives me the freedom to just sort of like geek out on whatever I want to geek out mm. on. You know what I mean? Like okay. you may not know what I'm talking about, but I'm hype as fuck. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm excited, and if you're not excited, then that's your problem. It's interesting <laughs> you say that because I remember all the all the things that when uh, at our old company, like anytime you would present something, it was in a very monotone. Like, <laughs> was it? Yeah, kind of. When did I present anything? Um, a lot of things actually. I did. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to. Yeah, oh, you mean the engineering meetings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the engineering meetings, yeah. Uh, I was mostly annoyed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's different. Okay. <laughs> it was very monotone. I wasn't talking about things that I was excited about. I was talking about <laughs> things that were getting on my nerves. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but I mean, I think... I, I don't I don't know. I don't know where I don't know how to tell people where to get their confidence from. I think you just have to like believe that um nothing bad is going to happen to you if you take a chance. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Nothing and it's not that nothing bad is gonna happen, because sometimes it does. Sometimes things don't go well. <laughs> but the thing is is like we are all humans and if you can recognize that the other humans that are around you have been through similar situations mm-hmm. and they can pretend like yeah. they've got their shit together, but they probably don't either. Like we're all just, we're all mostly the same. Yeah. We like to think that we're all very different and that we all have our own certain set of circumstances. And while that's true, we are all mostly the same. You know how like, what is it? Uh, we're only like 2% difference in DNA between us and like chimpanzees or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Use that and think about that <laughs> as far as like people. Yeah. <laughs> the difference between you and anybody else on this planet is very, very small. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have different life experiences, but you're going to go through a lot of the same struggles. You're, you'll have a lot of the same anxieties as anybody else. And if those fuckers you know are shitty because you fuck up a presentation or whatever Uh the case is that's their fucking problem their Mm. pieces of shit it has nothing to do with you that's that's sort of like how i deal with it like i'm doing my best 
-hmm. don't want to hurt anybody, you know? Like, I want to make sure that people are taken care of. I'm, like, all about social justice and all that (laughs) kind of shit. So it's, like, as long as I'm doing my best and whatever it is that I'm doing, I might be scared, but I'm just going to do it anyway, and, like, let's just see what happens. And if it fails, then I guess I'll just try something else. Like, it's it's not that big of a deal. And I think that we, we... put too much pressure on ourselves to be perfect, to mm-hmm. sort of like fit some sort of perfect ideal, which is all like curated. It's mm-hmm. such a it's such a bullshit thing that like what we are given has all been like refined and curated and edited mm-hmm. and put into these like perfect little prescriptive uh, deliveries to us that mm-hmm. like we you know we think we have to live up to yeah but the only the only competition that you should be having is with yourself from yesterday mm-hmm. like as long as you were better than you were yesterday or five minutes ago then you're fucking winning and <laughs> like whatever his name is <laughs> you know like that's charlie sheen or like something? charlie yeah. sheen you know like and that's all you should worry about, uh-huh. you know, because none of, none of these other people, they don't fucking matter. They're not going to be around when, like, you're sick. They're not going to be around when you get married. They're not going to be around when you have your first kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be around when you get ready to die. They're not going to be around when you need help wiping your ass. So <laughs> what difference does it make? You yeah. Know? What's interesting is uh, I think the the saying that helped me the most was, like, you might remember your first day at a job, but no one else does. No. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I used to say that shit to Fran all the time. She'd be like, oh my God. And she would like talk about some conference call that she had. I was like, they're not thinking about you. Yeah. They forgot about this yeah. already. Yeah. You're not special, boo. Yeah. No one's thinking about you after yeah. that fucking phone call. They don't care. You yeah. think they're talking about you? They're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're know? going about like, their day. I remind myself of that all the time. It's not like I don't do cringeworthy things. Like, there's been plenty of times where I've been in the shower and I'm like, <laughs> For me, it's like 3 a.m. I wake up. Oh, what I do that? Yeah. You're like, stomach is tight. You feel like yeah. you got a shit. You know, it's not like it doesn't happen, but mm-hmm. I have to, all I do is just, I just remind myself, no one else is thinking about it. Mm-hmm. No one, yep. no one. They're going to forget about it. There's bigger things and like. They've got their own shit. Yeah. You know, like, I think we all just need to relax on ourselves. I don't know how to tell you how to have confidence, but just chill the fuck out. <laughs> chill the fuck out. If you can just chill the fuck out <laughs> and just like do what you want to do, then it'll come eventually. Hell Yeah. <laughs> the end i like that <laughs> is this our first episode that's sub 40 minutes oh my god spectacular can i tell you what i want to talk about in our next episode what's up i was listening to a podcast today and this guy literally fucking confirmed the shit that i've been saying my conspiracy theory in that we are going to live way too fucking long he said that our life expectancy um, is reaching the point where we're going to start living to a, between 120 and 160 years old. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have enough money to last you that fucking long? I bet not. You better get your shit together because you're going to be old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to talk about <laughs> yeah. that in the next episode. <laughs> you just attack me and I feel like attacking back. <laughs> But we'll save it for next episode. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. This is your boy, Don. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Don. Don sending us out. Yeah. Don. <laughs> he's like, oh, Renee came in and got crazy. Yeah. I, I'm getting crazy. Yeah, I'm yeah. closing this motherfucker <laughs> down. Okay. I have to close it down before I <laughs> go into <and> attack. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>